Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krocko, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 140 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. You can probably tell the sound quality is a little bit different again. We are here for this very behind the scenes, raw, unedited, just sort of off the cuff episode and series where I'm sharing with you guys what it's like being here with a seven-week-old baby, what it's like with three toddlers under the age of four, what it's like just in this circus that we live right now. So over the next four weeks, I'm going to be sharing, again, a little bit behind the scenes. The first two episodes of this series, I shared a little bit about my birth story If you haven't listened, make sure you go back and listen how I missed my epidural and what that experience was like. I bet you can imagine. And yeah, how baby Drew came out a mermaid baby. If you don't know what that is, go and Google it. It's one in every 80,000 babies. So anyways, without further ado, let's dive into episode 140 of the Thinking Like Boss podcast, where I'm going to teach you today and share with you a little bit about how I plan for maternity. So to get started, again, over the last four years, we have had three babies. And the first maternity, I'm going to walk you through each one, and I'm going to try to be as brief as I can, because you know me, I like to chatter and chit-chatter, and if we're not fully editing these episodes, you might get a little extra chit chat than normal. So baby number one, I was super deep in my business. I guess that's the only way to describe it. I had been working about 70 to 80 hours a week in my business. I know it's hard to imagine, but I wanted to get to a certain place. Um, potentially before having a family. And I didn't want to wait to have the success I was looking for. I really wanted to be able to get to where I was going right away. And my goal, my first year in my coaching business was to make six figures. And guys, it's a little silly. Okay. Looking back, I'm like, what does that even mean? Right. It's funny because so many people get on discovery calls with me and they're like, so this is my goal. I need to make six figures in my business this year. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but why? Like, why do you need that? And I think that early on in business, it's like this feeling like we've made it. I think for a lot of people, they feel like if you can make a certain amount of money and maybe it's not that, maybe it's $50,000 a year, or maybe it's $5,000 months, um, that you are successful guys. Success is not money, okay? Success, and I can fully attest to that, okay? What my life looked like then was not success. Yes, I had a, I was able to make money fast in my business my first year. However, 
my personal life was quite struggling. And um, I was terrified to have a baby. So long story short, I did this big intensive with one of my coaches, paid a lot of money for us to sit down and plan out this maternity. And I felt so confident. I felt so good. And I thought to myself, well, I mean, how hard can baby be? Like, don't babies just like sleep all day? That's what everyone tells me. So I just assumed that. Little did I know that especially our first baby would be so colicky and would never sleep and would just scream all day. And I feel so bad for my former self looking back because our little Drew right now is pretty much a little unicorn baby. He, um, he doesn't nap all day. I'll say that, but he doesn't cry the way that my first two babies cried. Like they literally screamed all day, especially Annabelle, the first one. So every plan I had, including that full year long maternity plan, that all went down the drain. Like there was no way to get basically anything done. And because I hadn't planned for that, I began feeling scarcity at one point because I did not maybe have like that buffer of savings. Because here's the reality. When you are your own boss, you don't get PTO. You don't get paid family leave, whatever, FMLA. You don't get any of that. You have to figure out how you're going to save for a maternity. Um, so that is a pro. So, you know, so many people say like, I need to get out of my nine to five. Like that's a big goal too. Um, because I'll feel successful. Like once I just have a business, but if you have a really good nine to five that has really great benefits, um, and you have a flexible business that you can run while being there, it's not such a bad thing to hold on to your nine to five for a little while, even, um, maybe while you have kids, because you will get some paid time off. And if you have extra PTO, you could potentially take four to six months off. Um, that's paid. And I mean, that's pretty incredible. So just a little side note for you. Having a nine to five is not the worst thing in the world. And I think so many people leave so prematurely at times because they just think, again, that equals success. So anyways, I was pretty much screwed, we'll just say, my first maternity. Um, And it was really, really emotionally hard for me because I did not expect this. I expected things to be smoother. I felt like, and actually, if you have not read my book, Thinking Like a Boss, Uncover and Overcome the Lies Holding You Back from Success, make sure you go pick that up, okay? Chapter seven of this book, I dive deep into motherhood and the lies that we tell ourselves as mothers and business owners or business owners who maybe someday want to be mothers someday. And the sort of lie of, you know, I can't do both. And I share all of the details of how depressed I was and how um, just sort of like soul crushing it was when I realized that, wow, I can't do both the way that I'm running my business right now, right? So doing both is not impossible. However, we have to learn to adjust and adjust. 
it can't be the way that it is today. So we have to learn to create a new dream, um, run our businesses in a completely different way in order to welcome space and have energy for both. And I didn't realize that. I really thought I could still work at the capacity that I was working before. And people try to tell me, and I remember getting so angry with them. Like, you have no idea. Um, like, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me that I can't handle, like, you really think I can't handle this? Watch me. Like, that was the attitude that I had. Um, I know you guys probably don't think it, but I'm a little bit of a rebel and, um, I don't like being told what to do. And that could be a whole nother episode for you guys. It's especially something that I'm going through right now of like different things and like that we're experiencing in our world and like not wanting to be told what to do. Maybe I'll record an episode on that because you might find it shocking. Um, and something I'd like to talk about because I believe very deeply in um, the way that I feel. So anyways, um, again, it was not what I expected. And I got to this place of just being completely unprepared, um, needing to sort of stop my business in order to restart it, to figure out how I could rebuild it in a way that would work better for me. And Annabelle was born in mid-April. And what I'll say is I started working with a coach again, not until November. So she was, I think, about seven months or so, um, horrible at math. (laughs) But it wasn't until that time when I really started to understand, like I had been just pushing and pushing and pushing and hitting resistance. And realizing this is not working. I'm running against a brick wall. Like what is going on? And then I worked with, um, my good friend, Amber Lillystrom. And if you don't follow her, go and follow her. She's just such a light. Love her dearly. And she was a mama. She is a mama. And I just sort of like needed that big sister to, pave the way for me and show me like, this is possible, but you have to shift what you want your dream to look like. And at that time, um, shortly after that's when my mastermind, I decided to relaunch it because I had run it, um, believe it was the year prior and then put it on hold when I went on maternity and then decided I'm going to go like all in with my mastermind. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I want to introduce you guys to my course, Invisible to Impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you, And if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. 
It is simple, it is straightforward, and I also give you a bonus module. And the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy, I know. Ask all of my clients, ask all of my mastermind ladies, I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content five years ago and still do it today. So I want to give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity. I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just give you a fun little bonus? So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code thinking like a boss podcast. Now this has to be all in caps. Okay. So uppercase letters, thinking like a boss podcast, head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses, keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get a hundred dollars off with the code thinking like a boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait, go get started now. This is my signature course has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right. Love ya. And that was one of the best decisions that I ever made. Um, And from then on, my business started to grow and grow and grow. And that ended up being um, my second best year in business. I ended up, I believe, making more money that year in business than I did my first year. So over six figures. And it was because I had gotten to the place of being able to release those ideas and um, just sort of beliefs of like what my business had to look like in order to be successful. And rather than running all of the things, I mean, I had a mastermind, I had a group coaching program, I had a course, I had a membership, I had like everything going on and I was trying to build everything else. Rather than all of that, I decided to just focus on the one thing. And that ended up being one of the biggest blessings and best decisions that I made in my business. And then what I will also say though, is that every maternity that I've taken has, and every year in my business has set me up for better success in the years to come. So that first year of my business, thankfully, before I had a baby, I again, worked really hard, hustled, and created so much content. Um, Created different workbooks and trainings every single month. And all of that content ended up being the foundation and the bones of my content library and my business. And I love teaching how to make content really easy. And my Invisible to Impactful course, shameless plug here, I have a whole module on that. I love teaching how to make content easy because it can be really easy. And people don't believe me when I tell them that most of my content today that goes out, that my team posts for me, because most of it they post for me, they all of that content is written from past posts from literally five, almost six years ago, okay? The foundation of my business, helping people with their mindset and with their confidence has always stayed the same. It's never changed. And that's the beauty of like 
finding something and not continuously pivoting. Because so many people do that. They're like, oh, but it's not working or this or that. So I'm just going to keep pivoting. Well, every time you pivot, you got to start over again. So when you can find that one thing that you love and that you can talk about all day long, guess what? That thing can last for a long time. And it's not that I haven't created new content because they certainly have, but a lot of those posts or those ideas or topics have, um, I've been able to just sort of repurpose and, you know, update and change them and shift them. Like rather than talking about my fur baby all day long, I now talk about my human babies all day long. Um, so that was something that really set me up for success early on. Um, so during all of my maternities, I've always had a team who has continued to post for me. And that's my big thing too, that I talk about in Invisible to Impactful in my course is that no matter what, you need to remain visible, right? Whether you are there, you are not there. If you are not showing up and people are not seeing your stuff over and over again, they're going to forget about you. Um, And they're also going to think you're flaky, like whatever happened to so-and-so? She's been gone for like three months. What happened? And yes, I totally get it. If you're on maternity, you don't want to post. However, it is so easy to set up posts. Like we are so lucky. There are so many different systems and platforms we can use these days to be able to pre-plan stuff. Um, So nowadays, my team has an entire, I mean, I've had them create documents and libraries and um, all different banks, like (laughs) content banks with different types of content, promotional content, book content, um, inspirational content, um, faith-based content, so that we have these formulas that they can very easily pull stuff for me, right? And I still will go in and edit and update and change, but they can pre-plan all this stuff for me. So to be perfectly honest, I typically have no idea what's going to be posted. And it's funny because days that things are posted, I'll log on to Instagram and I'm like, oh man, I needed this message today. Wow. I wrote this a while ago and this is exactly what I needed to hear today. Um, So it's actually really special. However, I will say you don't want to be too out of your business where You don't want to be too detached. I think it's important that you still show up in the present. So what we do is I then create personal posts um, when I can and we'll post those live. And then what they do is then they take those live posts and then they add those back to the content bank. So I'm always creating new content and new content's always being added to the bank and then old content's being repurposed. Um, and then I always show up in stories cause that's my favorite. But anyways, remember how you set your foundation is what's going to set you up for success in the future. So again, that was a really tough maternity learned so much thought, okay, now I have this, like I, there's no way possible. I can mess this up again. <laughs> <laughs> never say never. That's all I can say. Never say never. Second maternity was with Charlie. <clears throat> that was 19 months later. We had Charlie. Um, a whole different experience. I felt very prepared. Um, however, 
I had a different team working with me at that time and my expenses were a lot higher. And I think we were investing, we were, I was investing in areas of marketing that probably were not the most necessary. Like, here's the thing. Today, those areas of marketing that we worked on during my maternity are things that I use and things that I'm so grateful for. Um, like challenges that I put together, sales pages we put together, freebies we put together. Um, but at the time, it felt a little bit scary having a, t- a marketing team creating all that stuff for me because it was costing a lot of money. Um, essentially costing more money than I was even bringing in every month. So, but again, that serves me today because now it's all done, right? But it was very, very stressful at that moment. So that, yeah, that maternity was just sort of like so-so. What that one taught me was to not over-invest. And it taught me that it's okay to scale back. Like, The great thing was we had enough savings during that time because here's what I also want to remind you. I remembered from the first maternity that I really didn't have enough money saved and I sort of got into that place of scarcity. But with this maternity, I had plenty of money saved. I had just signed my double book deal um, with my publishing house and it was exactly what I had asked God for. Like, God, please send me enough money so that I can take a maternity and I don't have to worry about finances and um, this maternity could be fully funded. And it was from that check. However, what I was bringing in in my business was still less than what it cost me to have this marketing team. Um, so it wasn't like I was financially struggling or anything. It actually felt quite abundant. However, it felt a little strange that it was coming from a different place. That's all that I was making less money than I was putting out, even though I had this large sum of money that was able to get me through that time. Um, and what I'll say is with that maternity, I also, came back pretty shortly after. Like I didn't give my t- myself at what felt like enough time. Um, I was in this place of like really missing my business and like wanting to dive right in. Like I didn't not want to dive right into my business. Like I was in that place like I was before in the first one where um, – I was like mourning the loss of my business and feeling like I miss it so much. Like I just want to be back in it and not fully maybe enjoying mamahood as much as I could. Like again, not fully being present, like being distracted with the tasks that I really wanted to get done and what I wanted to work on. Um, so it was sort of a different place to be. And with that one, I actually did slow down the month prior because again, my first, I forgot to mention this, my first maternity, our first baby arrived three weeks early. So they say with every new baby, typically they come a little like the same around the same time or a little bit earlier. So 
I had just run my huge mastermind retreat. We wrapped that up. I signed my double book deal. And then I was just going to start winding down and just doing my one-on-one sessions. I closed down my mastermind. And actually, that was a mistake that I made too, was closing down the mastermind and not welcoming in new people. I just felt like, how would I be able to support people like how would I be able to support people in the mastermind while being on maternity? Like it just wouldn't work. And it was this limiting belief that I had, this lie I was telling myself that it just had to be perfect, right? In order to work. And that was not true. And that was a lesson that I brought into this maternity and told myself, I don't want to stop my mastermind. Like that is where my heart is at. And I can start, I can stop promoting and stop showing up on um, social media all the time. However, I still want to keep this mastermind going. So my coach had this brilliant idea, just hire people to help you in it. That's all. Like take one month where you don't answer any messages, but you have experts in there who are filling in the gaps and who are bringing an expertise to the table that you could never bring. Um, Like give this extra value to your people rather than just shutting it down. So what I'm going to actually do, because this episode, we're running out of time, just like my first episode, we ran out of time. I want to, now that I sort of shared what those behind the scenes were for the first two maternities, I want to share with you how I really planned this last one. And what I'll say is this last one was pretty darn good. Um, I feel like I finally got it right, right? The third one's always the charm. And I've never felt this at ease um, coming back from a maternity. So I'm going to leave you hanging again. Okay. Make sure you come back next week for episode 41, 141. Oh my goodness. How did we get over like literally almost to 150? So come back next week for episode 141, where I'm going to share with you guys, um, exactly how I plan for this maternity, what my experience was like, what I would maybe change in the future. P.S. I'm not going to be taking any more maternities in the future. That has been a decision we made. However, maybe I want to take an extended period of time off. And that's why this episode will be really good for those of you who don't want kids or have kids, but you're not taking any more maternities, but maybe you just want to have flexibility in your schedule. So make sure next week you come back, tune into episode 141, and I'm going to dive into how exactly I planned for my third maternity and how this one was a game changer. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.